Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Edify Me. I'm your host Shane Smith, and I'm so thankful you're listening in on another great episode. Uh, today I have a very special guest, um, very um, great guy, awesome story. His name is Jerry Ford. Um, how you doing, Mr. Jerry? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing great. Um, so I really liked your story, and uh, I understand you wrote a book about it too. First of all, um, what's the name of your book? And can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So the book is titled Guns, Drugs, or Wealth. And that's Guns, Drugs, or Wealth. And me, Jerry, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. And I'm from the the ghetto. I mean, we had times when we grew up and we had no lights, no heat, no nothing. But we had to... Man, we really just had to look to God and and do what we had to do and, and struggle a little bit. And I watched my brother get murdered. I watched my best friend get murdered. And through the grace of God, I made it out. Mm. And I just recently, I wrote this book. And this book, Guns, Drugs, or Wealth, is about how to build wealth through stocks, real estate, and smart spending. But... I tell it from a personal trainer's perspective and I teach it in layman's terms because a lot of times I read books, especially business books, and I can't, I can't digest the language because it's so complex. So Mm -hmm. this is my way of uh, writing something that the majority of, of the people can understand. Well, that's great. So you're saying that, I mean, those are very complicated terms and it could get kind of, you know, tricky for the average person you're saying that you, you can make these things accessible to like the, the you know the average joe the average joe because you know what i what i hate about a lot of business books out here is that 80 percent of america is poor and middle class right so if 80 percent of america is poor and middle class how can they possibly want to learn or even be able to dissect the language of these business books by all these super prestigious guys right so when I was reading when I was reading all of these books I had a mentor help me but I also it's like I was reading these books and I had a dictionary handy <laughs> you know of course, of course. It, it, it was it was it was so crazy and it, and I was I was like how awesome would it be if I wrote uh, something about building wealth and stock area and a real estate area and the how to build your business area and it was just so simple to read and so entertaining and so inspiring all at the same time of course yeah no that, that's awesome man and uh, like I said I can't wait to dig into your book you know hopefully I can get my, my hands on a copy of it yeah. um, but that's, that's really really cool um, so from a young age I mean I, you know I just want to know a little bit more about your uh you know your past. You mm-hmm. said from a from a young age you experienced a lot of um, you know murders, and you said your brother and your best friend were murdered right before your eyes. Yes, yes, my my brother, my brother, and my best my, my brother was murdered when I was when I was fourteen. Mm. And you know the sad part about Detroit is that, I mean, of course, every place and every moment brings you to the next. But where I'm from in Detroit, there, there's no other way to put it than it's a rough area. Mm-hmm. You know, and my brother, my brother was murdered over a girl. He was murdered because um, another guy was in love with a girl that my brother didn't even like. 
And at 19 years old, my brother got caught in a crossfire of that. Mm-hmm. You know, and then three years later, my best friend was murdered. And I was I was I was actually a huge part of, of the gang life, right? It, it was right before my eyes. I was definitely a product of my environment. Mm-hmm. It, it was almost like how could I not be? You know, when you're raised and when you're when you're raised around a certain thing, you are what you are around. You know, but it it wasn't until I saw something different that I wanted to be different. I understand. Yeah, that's uh that's great, very inspiring. Um do you think those, you know, those events kind of um gave you the motivation to want something better? I think I think it definitely did. I mean, I I, I definitely think there was a, a process, you know. Mm-hmm. I definitely think there was a process because initially when, when my brother passed away, right? Like yeah. the, the 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 immediate response for for most most people, especially in in communities like Detroit, south side of Chicago, mm-hmm. the immediate response is anger, you know, but under every layer of anger is pain. You know, and and how I decided to deal with that pain is what really got me in trouble. But it wasn't until I, de- I decided that I can do other things with that pain. And that's 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 when I started doing martial arts. I also did martial arts as a kid. So although it was still tough losing a brother and a best friend, and it was still painful, and I went through a lot of grieving, the martial arts helped a lot because I had, a, I had an outlet. You know, but at the end of the day, after, I mean, gosh, it is, I have so many stories of so many close calls that it makes me, it makes me be able to testify that there's got to be a God, Mm -hmm. (laughs) right? Like, okay, like, you you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, at, at, at some point, it stops me, and I know I'm going off on a whole other tangent here. But at some <laughs> point, at some point, it has to stop being a coincidence. Of course, you know. And and I think I think that where I come from, me coming from a place where, like I said, no heat, no water. Me coming from a place where I lost my best friend, I lost my brother. Mm-hmm. Me coming from a place where it's 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 drug action all the time, and and I'm a part of gang life. Me coming from that, and then magically wake up at Rutgers University one day, that's nothing but God to me. Absolutely. You know? 100%. 100%. I see that God was with you the whole time and leading you and guiding your steps. Definitely. Um, Very, very, you know, inspiring, heartfelt story, man. I really appreciate that. Um, um, So... So dig into your book a little bit. Uh, could you give us a little bit of an oversight or a little bit of, you know, what you wrote? Yeah. So my entire book is about, like I said, how to build wealth. But the the main thing about my book that changed my life was one of my clients. So I graduated from Rutgers University and I started working at this gym called the New York Health and Racket Club. <laughs> which is like a super prestigious gym in New York City. So I started working here and I was by far their superstar personal trainer. I mean, I was doing like 210 hours a month and 
you know, I was doing, I was doing really well. And at that time, I thought that you needed to look like money to have people spend money on you, and you do, but you just can't take it too far, you know. <laughs> and so I, I, uh, I got a new client, and he wanted to work out six days a week, and him working out six days a week meant me getting paid a whole lot more. And so I thought this was gonna be a piece of cake. So I meet, I meet this guy, and he's like, he's like the biggest jerk I've ever met in my life. He's like your classical Wall Street uh, billionaire <laughs> jerk. I mean, it is so bad, he was so bad, so. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We'll be right back after a short break. Hey guys, I really hope you're enjoying Edify Me. I want to let you know that you can get paid for listening to this podcast. It sounds crazy, but it's true. I discovered this free app called PodCoin, and it literally pays you to listen to podcasts. Here's how it works. You listen to podcasts, and you earn PodCoin while you listen. Then you can turn that PodCoin in for gift cards to places like Amazon or Starbucks. Or if you want, you can donate to charity. The more you listen, the more you earn. All you have to do is download the app on your iPhone or Android and put my special code in. My code is EDIFYME. When you do, you'll get 300 PodCoin just for signing up. So go ahead, listen to this podcast or virtually any podcast on PodCoin and sign up with code EDIFYME. It'll be a great time. Thanks for sticking with us. Let's get back to the episode. was like this guy would say stuff like he would say stuff like all right tell me what we're going to do for the entire session right now go and he would like snap his finger as 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 if he was timing me you know and it was it was so frustrating because i couldn't give this man so it was so bad to where i would i would drive to work playing scenarios in my head of what I was going to say if he was a jerk to me that day, you know we all we all do that. Right? So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We we, we yeah. all do that, but it was that bad. So <laughs> about about six months into me training this old billionaire guy, he tries to convince me that an inclined bench press laying on your back doesn't work your chest. He literally tried to convince me that an inclined bench press did not work your chest. Wow. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I popped this, I popped this man on the shoulder firm and I firmly explained how an inclined bench press works your chest. So for the first time, for the first time, he sat there, he kind of shook his head, squinted his eye and tucked his lips and he was like, it, it was like he was done testing me. You know, it was yeah. like he was done testing me. And from there, we became best friends. I mean, he was like a role model, a father figure, and he was absolutely amazing. So fast forward some time, and, and this was this was maybe seven, eight years ago. Fast forward some time, I moved from New York to Los Angeles. And I really wanted to know how you, like, how do you make a billion dollars? Like a, a lot of America can make a million dollars. It's still a lot, but a lot of people can achieve it. But to make a billion dollars, that's 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 insane. So I called Bill. 
I, this, this is his name. It's Bill. I called Bill. All right. And I say, uh, I said, how did you do it? How did you make this money? And he made a joke. He's like, well, you got to be good looking and the rest is luck. But dude, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't in the mood for jokes. Like I was not in the mood. For, I was dead serious. Right. And he was like, you know what? The next time you're in New York, we'll talk about it. I said, no problem. I'm coming to New York right now. I hopped on a red eye that night from LA to New York and, and showed up at his doorstep the next morning. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I showed up at his doorstep and I get straight to the point. Like, I'm like, all right, so how did you do it? And he's like, he got, he, think I'm, he thinks I'm nuts. He's like, dude, cool your jets. Let's get some food. Let's talk about it. I'm like, okay, we sit down. He's like, okay, so what's the difference between an asset and a liability? And I'm like, dude, here we go again. And I explain how an asset put money in your pocket and how a liability takes money out of your pocket. Mm-hmm. And so he, he has me write down all my liabilities, all my assets. And for the first time in my life, I realized how many liabilities that I had. And I only had like one or two assets that was bringing money in. So he was like, you know what? Go, to, go back to LA, reduce your liability section and we can talk. I went back to LA, I sold my cars, I Uber pooled, I put myself on a crazy budget and I called him back and I said, let's get to work. And from there, I literally saved up enough money to buy like four properties in one year to rent out to Airbnb. And literally my asset column started from there. So a large part of the book is about it's about how to build wealth through stocks, real estate, smart spending. But a huge part is the relationship between me and this guy who taught me how to build wealth. Wow. That's really, that's really interesting. Very inspiring story. Um, man. And, you know, you make it sound so easy, but uh, I know people nowadays, they have a lot of liabilities that they just aren't really willing to uh, get rid of. That's right. That's right. Because... So, it, yep, you know, it's, it's so crazy because the difference between the poor and the rich is that the rich acquires assets to pay for their liabilities and the poor acquires liabilities that they think are assets. So a lot of people like, get that fancy car and they think it's an asset, but it's a liability. Like if, if, if an investment property is not paying for that car, mm-hmm. it's a liability. Right. Definitely. Um, man, it makes me want to look down my list of liabilities, man. That's, uh, that's intense. You know, it's so it's so funny because, I mean, I was around this guy for seven years. I mean, I built a nice little asset column, had some stocks. So when I moved to Los Angeles, I was able to support myself. I was really comfortable. But when he had me write down those liabilities and those assets, I said, everybody's got to do this. Everybody's got to write down their assets and their liabilities to see what they're doing because sometimes we don't see it until we write it down yeah very interesting so yeah I really like that man it's, uh, sort of, you said a big part of your book is just that how you met um, Bill you said it was a, 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 a big part of a nice chunk of the book is how I met Bill and what he taught me and then the rest of it is how I came up in Detroit what I went through and then the rest is literally walking people through how to start real estate, how to buy without money, how to buy with money, mm. how to get into stocks. Because a lot of people are afraid to get into stocks. And I say, don't be afraid of the stock market. Be afraid of not having the information to have the choice to get into the stock market. Right. 
So no. in your opinion, you think, you know, just it's an off question, just about stocks. You think that's a good avenue to build wealth? I think, well, you know what? For the last hundred plus years, people has made the most money in the stock market. You know, like that's where the most money has been made ever in history is in the mm-hmm. stock market. Okay. I see. Well, it's definitely something to look into, man. Uh, yeah. You know, and, a lot, and a lot of people think you need to hire a broker. A lot of people think you need to have a lot of money. And it's honestly, no. You just you just pick a couple funds, low-cost low index funds, and that's just a way to own a little bit of everything. You know, so like the S&P 500 is a mutual fund. Mm. Or not a mutual fund, but it's a low-cost index fund. Uh, so stuff like that. So the way to do it is every month you put the exact same amount into the stock market and they call that dollar, dollar cost averaging. So even if the stock went down 50%, well, guess what? The next month you buy it when it's down 50% because now you're getting it at a discount. And if you just buy one share or two shares or three shares every month, instead of putting all your money in at one time, you are always going to come up. You're going to come out on top in the long run, 100%. And that's called dollar cost averaging. When you take a specific amount of money and you put it in there every single month, buying the exact same number of shares. Hmm. Interesting. So you're saying in this way, you'll always be accumulating um, exactly money. Well, exactly. Compound interest. It sounds complex, but I mean. You, you make it sound so simple, but, you know, like I said, these are terms and things that a lot of people stray away from because they're just afraid to invest in something like that, you know? Yeah. And, you know, what's funny is that, like, brokers make it sound, I mean, you know, some some brokers do their homework and a lot of brokers just go any, mini money mo. <laughs> you know, to be absolutely honest, but, but, the, but the trick, the answer is dollar cost averaging. You pick a stock. And say say if you bought the S and P five hundred, you bought that stock. You bought one share, or forget about one share. You put five hundred dollars in there this month, and right, I think that'll get you maybe about two shares. And next month it goes down fifty percent, and you put another five hundred bucks in there. Well, your average just your average just balances stuff out, right? You know. Yeah, it's awesome. yeah, you explain most of this in your book, right? I, I explain, I explain all of this in my book. That's awesome. Uh, so, how, how many? How long is your book? How many chapters is it? How many pages? So there, there, there's ten chapters, and there's about two hundred and sixty pages. All right. Yeah, that's not bad at all, man. That's a that's an easy, quick read. Yeah, because I, I didn't want it to be I didn't want it to be intimidating because sometimes, like I, I remember when I read uh, the the gosh what is it the 38 laws of 48 laws of power Sheesh. it was nuts i picked that book up and immediately got discouraged uh-huh. <laughs> so i wanted i wanted anybody to be able to read this book i wanted everybody to be able to read this book that's awesome um so how can we purchase your book how can we get our hands on it so the book is on amazon the book is on audible.com for audiobooks the book is okay. on iTunes. The book is on ebook. So it's everywhere across across all platforms. 
Got it. And it's called Guns, Drugs, and Wealth. Guns, Drugs, or Wealth. Or Wealth. Got it. By Jerry Ford, right? By Jerry Ford. Got it. Yeah, man. That's awesome, man. And um, I mean, I know that's some, this is something our listeners will appreciate, especially, you know, people with, you know, coming from the lower income areas yeah. and stuff. And it's just a way to just get out of that, get out of that cycle, and, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. I really appreciate it, man. And you, you had a great mentor, but I see now that you, you're training and mentoring others, man. And that's a great story, uh, awesome testimony, and how you made it out, you know. And like I said, man, I believe you you made it out there for a reason, and you're doing some great work, Mr. Jerry. Thank you. Very great Thank work. You. And I'm always talking about my book, um, even on my Instagram. And actually, my my Instagram is at real jerry ford okay that's awesome um that's awesome definitely look into that so um off topic do you have a do you have a family wife kids actually i actually uh just got married i just got married um i just got married uh a couple months ago and i have a baby girl in a way oh man congratulations on that man thank you thank you man yeah pray pray the best for her and and I know she'll have a good life. <laughs> thank good you, life. man. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Absolutely. Well, Mr. Jerry, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, is there any okay. last um, tidbits of wisdom you want to give our listeners? You know what? Like I said, I definitely suggest that everybody write down their liabilities and their assets. And I definitely suggest that people read or if they don't want to read do audiobooks I do audiobooks all the time and it's like the easiest thing and I take notes because if I don't take notes on what I read I will forget it got it that's perfect so audiobooks read take notes I love it yeah yeah all right well, that's it man thank you so much thank you Mr. Jerry um, hey guys thank you for listening in on another episode of Edify Me We'll see you next episode. Goodbye.